0: Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny, but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity, and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up, because your future matters. Hello there, my friend. Thank you so much for showing up here again at Financial Fixer Podcast. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, morning, evening, noon, night, in the middle of the night, I just really appreciate you coming here and sharing this time with me and being part of this movement and this very, very important mission-driven message about money. I am so excited about this episode because this isn't the first time I've interviewed this beautiful woman Angie but it's just getting more and more exciting every time that we talk every time that we work together uh, and you know in our you know coach client relationship and our friendship she's become a friend a confidant someone that I actually look to for some guidance and some mindset work as well so I just really like to share her story because she's you know, obviously one of my successful clients, but she's also just, you know, transforming uh, so much that it's neat to see uh, where she was five, six months ago compared to where she is today. And I think that she has a lot of wisdom to share with all of you as well, uh, coming from her background with counseling and teaching, and also she's a freaking designer. She's really talented with, you know, decorating, and she really brings a lot of knowledge to that as well. So I I also will share her in the show notes uh, so that you can get connected with her if you'd like to as well. Uh, But anyways, without further ado, here is my good friend and client and mentor Angie Guyman. Okay, it is so exciting to have you here, Angie. This is not the first time that we've had an interview or gone live or talked to my audience, but this is, it's always special. And it's like Mm -hmm. watching the sunset over and over again, you know, it's never the same. And it's always like, just like seeing it for the first time. So excited to have you here. I just love you. And I (laughs) am appreciative of the things that you've taught me through our process of working Mm -hmm. and growing together because- this is not just about me teaching others. This is about me learning from others and us growing and transforming mm-hmm. together. So I want to thank you really quickly for that. Oh, but wow. Go ahead. Thank <laughs> you. Go ahead what a and to get started. Yeah. So, and I really mean it. That's the thing. Like, um, this whole, uh, growth experience for me has been such a huge, um, self-development process Mm -hmm. and things that Mm -hmm. I'm learning about myself and how I lead and how I present and show up. And, um, you give me you and others like you have given me the courage and the day-to-day reason to keep showing up. So that's amazing. I feel like I want
1: to pitch you the ball and I want to see how you're going to hit it because you're going to, come at me with some really great wisdom. So I'm like pitching you the ball is my question or my situation. And you're like, boom. (laughs) Yeah. Right back at you.
0: Right back at you. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get what you showed up for. You know what I mean? Right. And again, this is about you showing up for you too right Mm -hmm. like so Mm -hmm. as i show up for others i'm definitely showing up therefore for myself um but anyways show up for us today and tell (coughs) us a little bit about you and we'll go from there
1: well hi my name is angie and i am a public school teacher in rural oklahoma and um, i'm married 20 years and i've got two teenage boys and i live on a cattle farm and so um i have my master's degree in school counseling and i'm just such a mindset podcast junkie self-development junkie that i mean i read all the books and all of that kind of thing and i just love the opportunity to learn about how to improve areas of my life and you know um there was this always this survey like when i was in getting my master's degree because it was you know for counseling about which area of your life needs the most improvement and it might be your marriage or it might be parenting or your body um your career or your money and you would do like a rating scale and they would ask you these questions and it would be like a rating scale so the scale uh that was always indicated the worst area of my life was my money. And I knew that down in my core. And yet it affected all those other areas, areas of my life. And I knew I needed to work on it. And I had the knowledge, but I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't figure it out. And, uh, so then we met. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. So why don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about how it was that we met? It was very, um, I think it was it was super in flow and aligned with both of us. And this what's so great about the online world and the world in general and people is just it's all about building relationships. And I think that that's all we were trying to do when we met. And ultimately, we ended up helping each other a lot. So talk about that a little bit.
1: Right. So I'm in Oklahoma. You're in Florida. And through the power of Facebook and just chatting in um, a group, we met one another. So here's the backstory. So um, I decorate and things like that. And I had a farmhouse page. Um, so I had joined a during Corona because as a teacher last spring break, we shut down. And so I'm very busy and ambitious and I've got the farmhouse page. I decided to join the Business Boutique Academy because I thought, hey, this could help me with a little side business because I needed money, you know? And I think we had just chatted in some comments. And I think my thought process right then was, A, I need to pay off debt. B, I don't really know how. C, I don't make enough money. And it was all like intertwined, you know, about how can I build a bridge between where I'm at now and getting to some goals that I have. Like, what if I don't want to be a teacher forever? What if I want to transition into something else? What if I want to be a business owner? How much money does that take? And I think that's the question I said is, how much money should I have in my bank account if I'm looking at leaving the day job and going into entrepreneurship? And you commented on it, and we started talking back and forth. And then you said, hey, let me take a look at your uh, situation and I'll get back with you. And then it just struck up and I was just so ready. Like I'm not a huge, like I don't just fly off and make decisions usually, but I was just like, yes, this is what I have to have. And it's been the best thing because it wasn't just my finances. Like it started to affect other areas of my life. So hiring you through that, it's, And I tell people, you know, people can say terrible things about social media. It's depends on what you use it for, because Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in it. Like I've met so many people. I mean, I live in a town with we don't have a stoplight in our town. Okay, there's no financial coaches in my town. Okay, and so um, you have to get out and meet people and, you know, not not be so skeptical of people, I mean, you're going to find what you're looking for. So yeah, so it's been a much life changing thing for me. So now I'm like, Oh, I need a business coach. I might even hire a health coach. I mean, you know, all Mm -hmm. the things because you, as much as you think you can do it on your own, I just don't think you can. I just don't think you can. It's harder. It's, yeah, definitely it's harder, harder,
0: it's slower, it's more tedious and frustrating, and you're more likely to throw in the towel. I mean, I personally, I mean, I didn't know we'd go into this uh, section of conversation, but I personally have a business and sales coach and mm-hmm. I'm a salesperson by trade. I mean, I was a top salesperson in what mm-hmm. I did in corporate and it's not um, the sales side of it necessarily. It's the um, feeling of I am you know, I have information to share and I am worthy of profiting from that information that I have to share as well. Mm -hmm. So it it works us through again, the mindset of, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. you know, is this something that someone's willing to pay for and so on and so forth. So, you know, and yes, it is. I crushed disgustingly massive amounts of debt and did something Mm -hmm. that others are just very confused and wondering what the first step to take would be. And Mm -hmm. if I have, created a framework around that, then I should, I should certainly share that. So, and it's funny, my intent in the beginning was, um, well, I'm just going to share this. And through my process of sharing this, I'm going to write a book because that's my passion. I want to write a book. And I've written a lot of that book and now it's on the back burner because I am loving so much helping so many women. So, mm-hmm. and I, and, and of course that book is going to come, it's going to come organically. It's going to transpire right. it. So many things that I'm doing right now with women like you is inspiring mm-hmm. that book and it's going right. to become something more beefy and needy. It's going to be, you know what, less about me and right. more about her, right? Right,
1: right. Because that Absolutely. is what this is all
0: about is yeah. us helping her and, yeah. you know, and that her that I once was. And yeah. that her that aligns with that her that I once was, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and and let's even talk more about that, more deeply <clears throat> about aligning, you know, uh, who we are, who we were with those that mm-hmm. we come into contact with, because um, what I love about building the community with women like you as well is that many of these women are in the trenches that I was in maybe five, six years ago. So I right. can share and I can certainly relate and I can cry and feel all the feels with you, but I'm not in it anymore. So mm. I'm, I'm a few steps mm-hmm. ahead. Right. Right. So what really helps by building this community is having women that are a few steps behind me with each other, Mm-hmm. Taking that journey together. So tell me right. how that's been for you, and you know elaborate on that a little bit if you'd like. well,
1: that's that's the whole thing right there <clears throat> is that it is a community, and you're not alone. Like you said, you're a few steps ahead, and it's like sometimes I felt like I was down in a well, you know, and you see all of the mainstream advice about how to get out of debt, or you see women who are successful and they've built their own business, but it's like, how? What are the steps, you know, and yeah, you can probably Google it and, and find some things. And, and I was really like podcast heavy, knowledge heavy, because I had learned as so much, but when it came down to, okay, well, what do I do when this bill comes in? Okay. What I had to have another set of eyes on it. And I had to have somebody kind of reach down and, and help me come out of that well, you know, that had been there And it's like, who is going to help me know when to make that payment? Who's going to help me know what's right, the right strategy to use with my situation? And I think that's, you know, the community, not only you helping, but the community, you can put it out there and somebody's been there. Hey, there's nothing new Mm -hmm. under the sun. Like, I don't care what you owe or what situation you're in. There's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. And somebody's been there and there's just the process, you know, it's an everyday process. Things come up as life goes on and you need a community to help you. And you know what? You might, I might slip back into those old ways and old habits Yeah. if I don't have that community. Um, It's like I could... People, you know, I don't know, I think the, the community is the ticket because I could like veg out and watch Netflix or I could get into my community and talk to people who've got dreams and goals and they're like becoming what they want to be that I'm more interested in that way more interested,
0: yeah. you too, know, wow. and
1: so it, it's just so rich to me to be a part of a community. I love it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I remember. Iron sharpens <laughs> iron. It does. It, it does. One hundred percent. And we. Oh my gosh. And when you made that comment to me, I think uh, several months back, um, we've been working together almost six months now. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, yes, it does. We need to have yeah. someone else helping us along the way, and and we're helping them, and and vice versa. We're taking and we're always having that mind, that mindset of a student. But we're going to have the heart of a teacher at the same time and be willing to share the things that we learn, you know, and one of the conversations that we had in the past was, you know, and this is hard, it's hard coming out when I say it, but I have to say it because it's something that I had to really settle with myself was what I have been doing has not been working for me. Right. Mm -hmm. The, the, the common denominator is me. I'm the one that's taking those actions and doing those things and having those bad behaviors and, and not cognizant of those bad behaviors in the moment. Right. But then later when something, a crisis occurs, I'm looking back and saying, well, man, if I hadn't done this, this, and this, you know, up to this point, things would maybe look a little different. My compound effect would be on the positive side and not the negative. Right. Yes. So You know, and so really it's, it's all about acknowledging that we have had a process. We've had a system in place Mm -hmm. that hasn't been working for us. So why is it, why would it be unfair to, you know, go and reach out to someone else that has a system that's proven and working for them. And that doesn't mean that we're going to take every single thing from it. Because again, I used proven systems that I didn't take every single thing from it because my circumstances are what they are, which is the reason that I frame my framework around each person. Yes. I have a foundation and a baseline of, of the program, right? Right. Everyone's situation. I try to, um, get very diverse on how situations could look so when i'm explaining something it's like well this is how it should be intentionally right like this is the intent Mm -hmm. of this this process Mm -hmm. right but Mm -hmm. it could look differently if your situation is like this or if you're in this kind of relationship or if you've got someone that's an antagonist to your program or whatever it is right so giving those those different feedbacks which again goes back to the community and to the amount of of women that I need to touch so that I can gather that information and share it with the others that may need to hear it, right? And you know
1: what? Only a human being can do that. You know, Google cannot do that for you. Sure, you can Google how to get out of debt, how to budget. But like you said, the intentionality is one thing, the situation is another you know what I mean? And as you flow through this process, you need the human touch. You know, whether it's from a community or a one to one coach that you can say, here is what it is. How do I handle this situation? Because my situation is different than others. And that just reminds me of, okay, so I'm a teacher, I get paid once a month. So I was literally felt handicapped using an app to help me budget because I got paid on the 15th of the month. I didn't understand how to roll it over. I didn't understand. And I, you know, I pay my bills 100% of my bills, but I felt like I couldn't budget because of that simple little thing. And you were like, boom, I'll tell you how to do it. You know, yeah. and we worked it out and there's a budget and there's a checking account and they are two different things. And that's one thing you taught me. I mean, I would have never figured that out on my own never figured that out on my own people think a budget is bad news it's restricting it's this and that i freaking love my budget because i love the security i love the net that it gives me and it's good you know it's good so budget
0: loves you too girl
1: i know like (laughs) I, i was gonna do a post i was gonna like hold up my receipts and say when I used to go to the store and they would say, "Would you like your receipt in the bag or something?" I would be like, "Oh, you can just throw it away." <laughs> yeah. Or, "Yeah, I'll put it in the bag because I'm going to throw it away." Now I'm like, "No, I need to have it because I need to log this because I'm tracking where my money is going." And it's it's a you know, it's an uplifting thing to me now, whereas it used to make me feel so terrible and so bad. And I did have a system whether you realize it or not you have a system my system was blaming regretting not understanding frustrating going around the same cycle every month it was exhausting and I felt like oh it's my my job's fault they don't pay me enough for what I do and it's the government's fault because I have to pay these student loans and that loan that degree isn't even helping me. And it's this, it's my husband. It's, you know, all these things, things are just expensive. It's not my fault that I don't have any money. And I have shifted with your help in five months. So different, like so different. And I'm like, TJ Maxx is not the problem. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Your job is not the problem. Okay. You took that loan out. Mm -hmm. It's not their fault you know, and so it's just a, such a mindset shift that is really part of the work is up here in your mind. And it's an amazing. Then I have not changed jobs um, or anything since we've been working together, but the money's flowing and there's cushion now. And the only thing that changed was me, you know, and the way I went about it. So, yeah. It's You you have to have a human being help you. I mean, you just have to have a human being. Why are you going to try to go it alone? My personal opinion, I guess. But
0: no, it's um, I mean, it's everything. I mean, you're nailing it. Um, Yeah. The taking ownership, taking responsibility. That's not just an act it is certainly something that takes place in our mind and it's how we respond. It's how we respond to things happening to us. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and how we treat that as if it's happened to us, or is this something that's happening, you know, you know, because of something that maybe I could control or what can I do with this information or with this person that I'm feeling attacked by or whatever it is. And so it's, it's a lot about taking ownership and getting into the mindset of I'm responsible you know, wh- I mean, what have I said before, you know, regardless of whether something's good or bad, it's your fault, you right. know, if someone's victimizing you and things like that. Right. I mean, right. But still, how much of this can we take ownership for how much of this, you know, if we live a life of really not like blaming ourselves and beating ourselves up, kicking ourselves when we're down. Right. Nothing like right. that, but mm-hmm. saying, Yeah this is the way things are. And it's my fault. And I'm cool with it because I'm going to do something about it. Just look at it as it's information. It's just
1: information. It doesn't say you're a bad person or a good person or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just information. And then if you're willing to change that, then things, your situation can get better. But you know, you just look at it as this is a puzzle, like you've said. And that's the thing with when I'm working with you, it's You're very honest about it, and it's just information. It doesn't mean that I'm terrible or that you know. I think that people don't want to look at their checking account. Well, I say people, I didn't want to look at my checking account because it was a signal that I had been bad. Um, I'm not feeling so so well. Yeah, Um, and but you will get hopefully get to the end of that and say, I am not bad. These are just numbers. It's information. It's like Monopoly money, like you say. Like let's get in and learn what we can do and to shift this around and i think just stepping in to the river like i like to think of it stepping into the river and let it wash mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that you're bad it doesn't mean that it can't be fixed. everything is figure outable as they say it can be mm-hmm. fixed i just I, I just believe that somebody that's been there is better to help you come across that river than trying to swim upstream and do it by yourself. I'm such a advocate for the community and advocate for coaching uh, because I can tell you without a doubt that it worked for me. And there's people in my life that I went to that I feel like have their money stuff together for advice and for help. They just didn't get it though. And this is something that women, I don't think we, you know, we just don't learn this you, maybe you take finance in college. Maybe you take accounting, maybe you blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm a teacher. We don't, I know for a fact that we don't teach this to kids about how money works and the compound effect and, Mm -hmm. you know, debts and things like that. I think that debt is used as a tool in our society and it's really just dragging us down. It's, it's really just dragging us down. And if I wanted to make a huge change in my life, I was not going to be able to because I was handcuffed by choices I'd made.
0: That's right. And so, oh, yeah, slave. You know, you feel yeah, like just totally yeah. enslaved. I, I mean, really, I don't even need to talk because you're just. You're just preaching, girl. You are preaching. (laughs) Preaching. Yes. Yes. And that's, I mean, speaking my language, I am just so like, just my soul is just on fire and I, I love it. Um, Well, I love that you want to help
1: women with this. I, I mean, I feel like I have an equal passion for women in rural communities where we feel like our only option is be a teacher or be a nurse, get yourself a car. So you're going to have a car loan, um, you know, we have to make our mortgage payment and we are tied up by making $40,000 a year. Yes. You know, we are capped out at that and maybe we'll save a little bit. And when we're 65, then we'll live. No, thank you. I don't want to do that anymore.
0: I hear that loud. And, and I, clear.
1: and if I can't get my stuff together at my age, I'm 43 years old. Like if I can't get it together now, where am I going to be at 65? that's
0: going to be terrible. Good, good question, you know, and, you know, ask yourself, right? Like what, what do I want my life to to look like? And I, uh, you know, in my case, took a look at some of my elders and thought, okay, I love them. They love me. They're not bad people, but they don't have the life that I want to lead. So I'm going to Mm -hmm. retell my legacy story. It's not going to be someone's up once someone else's, you know, I'm going to lead this legacy and not be part of someone else's legacy, you know? Right. Right. And the only way we can do that is by taking action, standing up and, you know, and talking and doing things and Mm -hmm. uh, doing the things we're afraid of. I mean, God, looking at the checking account for some people can be really freaking scary. Yes. And and looking at uh, the past behavior, not just looking at that balance. Right. But taking a look right. at the actions and the things that have been happening, the transactions or looking at your credit card statement and really saying, you know, what yeah. if, what am I spending my money on? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it, it's those are just the technical things. Right. Those are just like the right. strategies but it's deeper than that. And that's what we do is we go so much deeper, like you said, into the mindset of, you know, what's the core issue and where is this coming from? And what is it that I learned and some biases potentially that I have from my childhood that I need to shift that really aren't true? You know, this narrative that we're, that we're talking that, um, you know, isn't serving us in our future. It's not securing our future. That's for damn sure. Right. And who wants a future that's not secure, you know, and right. Let's talk and about it- this a little, little bit further before you go. Okay. Cause I, cause you inspire me so freaking <laughs> much. I want to talk about the fact that you're knocking out your student loans and how you never could have expected. And I'm speaking for you now. I know you're going to repeat this, but you couldn't have expected that you would have done it by this point, even that though isn't. when we first met and I took a look at your debts, I was like, I can see how this is going to happen by this date. And you were like, Ooh, girl, you you're crazy. And <laughs> no I, you, know, you were, you had looked, you looked at me crazy. I couldn't sideways. See it. Yeah. But the thing is, is, you know, I guess, obviously, because I had been through this kind of thing, I could see it. But I remember how you talked about, OK, so now that you've seen everything, Amanda, do you think I don't make enough money? Do you remember saying that to me? Yes. And I was yes. like, and and I you couldn't believe it when I said you make enough money. It's not fair to address your income until we've addressed all the other things. Right. So at this point, from what I see. You make enough money. Yes, it's not ideal. It's not the salary that we that we all want, but is it doable on the way your lifestyle you know is and can be and your your family dynamic? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And just tell me a little bit about that and where you were, like what you were thinking, right six mm-hmm. months ago, versus now with right. what you could do with your money. Well, like I said, I I felt that I
1: was never going to get ahead because I work for the lowest paying state for teachers. And I was just going to be paying on my debt, that credit cards and debt was just going to be a tool in a way that I got by and that I would never really, and I saved a little bit of money. I've always invested a little bit of money just because it comes out of my checking account. But I just felt like, um, yeah, that I could not get out of it because of my income. However, there was a lot of behavior that could have been changed and freed up some of that income. And you know, and that's what you've helped me to do. And then going back to it, here's, here was my mindset. I do have to, it's still fresh because I can put myself there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I always made minimum payments because I needed my money to help me make it to the next month. I only got paid once a month. So I was in a cycle all the time. Use the credit card at the end of the month to fill in the gap where I had spent. Not that I was living lavishly, because I sure wasn't, but just to fill in the gap where I had spent, I needed that $200 to put on my credit card. Then I got paid and I paid $200 on the credit card. And then I went back and I put $200 back on it. I mean, it was like that. Mm -hmm. forever. And student loans, no way. I was like, that's noble debt. Um, We are paying interest on it. Everybody has student loan debt. Um, I'm not even going to worry about that. There was a time when they weren't reaching out to me that I thought, I wonder how much I owe. I don't even know what I owe. Like I was just clueless as far as that goes. Um, And so like you helped me get the budget going and saw some areas where I could potentially free up some money. So then you had to hold my hand because I was like, I don't want to make the payment. I'd never made a $500 payment on anything. And you were like, you have the money, make the payment. You. I said, what if I get to the end of the month and I'm, I don't have any money and I can't eat? And you're like, <laughs> you have the money. It is in the budget. The budget's got you. Mm-hmm. And so I would make the payment and it's just, it's sort of weird. You think it's going to be this big thing. It's really not a big deal once you make it and you get it out of your life. I mean, it's a big deal in that way, but it's not, it didn't hurt me. It didn't hurt me. Okay. I'm always afraid, Oh, I'm going to run out of money and I won't have money for food. I will not have money for whatever. And so far we've lived through a pandemic and uh, i just lived through an ice storm where there was no water and all this, you know, all the things that that I've in my mind think, oh, I can't make my payments because I'm going to need my money and I'm not going to give it to them. You know, I've lived through all of that now and none of that actually happens. All it does is the next month. Hello. It's my money. I paid them off. It's gone and it's done. And so anyway, well, and there is absolutely zero chance I would have paid those student loans off because interest has been, put off till September. And if you hadn't have been reminding me that that's a thorn in my side, yes, it's not charging me interest or no, it's not charging me interest. It's still a stumbling block in my wealth building. Yeah. And I had to be reminded of that because nobody in my life would remind me of that. They're going to use dollars and cents and go, well, they're not charging you interest. Let it go through the summer. I wouldn't have had the money through the summer. Yeah. And then they would have charged me interest, and then it would have been a burden, and da da
0: da da, da and it just goes, you know. Yeah. So oh, that's man. where I'm at with that. And it's it's it, the fact that you in the middle on a t te- on a okay let's just say this out loud I'm going to say this out loud in the <laughs> minu- middle of a pandemic on a right. teacher's salary you paid off your student loans right and We're not talking about tiny ones, okay? No, Mm-mm. and. Now your paycheck, not all of it, obviously. We have bills to pay, right? But a mm-hmm. huge margin of that paycheck, you can do something else with it that's going yep. to serve your future, and right, that is insane. Yes, <laughs> I mean,
1: and do you that, know? Right?
0: <laughs> yes, and here's what I just—that's coming
1: to mind. Talking about people handing over a checking account or handing over their list of debts and the pain that that is it is you know can you just tolerate that pain for just a little bit while that gets sorted out so that you don't have to continuously tolerate the pain of whatever you're stuck in yes like yeah. whether it's a terrible job whether it's a crappy car whatever pain you're stuck in i mean mm-hmm. can you tolerate a little bit of pain of going here is the crap that i'm in mm-hmm. can you help me sort it out please. Because you, that pain is, I promise you a lot less than the years that you're about to waste.
0: That's
1: right. You know, because for me, it's not superficial as far as, um, I want to pay it off for some superficial reason. Like I've got some stuff I want to do in my life and I can't do it without some margin and some money. Mm -hmm. It takes money to build a business, you know, it takes money to, Go on travel or just any yeah. of that stuff. I mean, you are stumbling. You are a stumbling block in your wealth building if you keep on using debt as a tool.
0: Yeah, thank you, girl. Thank right? you. Right? I mean, yes. Like, oh, preach, girl. So, right. I, I want to talk about the pain a little bit more um, before we go because we could. You know, we always like to. We could go all day. Yeah. So, the pain. I heard something. It's like the boiling frog. I don't know if you ever heard that analogy Mm -hmm. about how Mm -hmm. the frog gets boiled slowly and doesn't realize. Right. And so that's that pain, that feeling that you constantly have through your life when you're, you know, living this life in debt and you're a slave and you're constrained because you can't, you know, you're just stuck, 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 stuck. Yeah. That's a, that's a boiling frog, you know? Right. And it doesn't hurt so bad, but like when crisis comes up, like you, you feel it, but you're like, uh, you know, like yeah. it's not that bad. It's like the, you know, and you have, you have these short term um, spurts of temporary good feeling when you get to go have that shopping therapy or you go on that trip yeah. with, with uh, debt and then you come back and you feel the pain of, of coming back with debt, right? Yeah. Um, you know, those kinds of things. But, um, but when you take a look, At your finances, and yes, this is the hardest step in this whole process. And Mm -hmm. when you finally do it, yeah, you realize that the anxiety and the overwhelm and the fear that you had before you took that step was far worse. Oh, yeah, than the actual blueprint, the actual picture that you're taking now. That it's far worse
1: than the awareness,
0: yeah, because once the awareness happens those bricks get lifted right off your shoulder and you're no long, longer carrying such a weight of the unknown. I mean right. the unknown is so freaking heavy, is it not? Oh, absolutely. It's the heaviest thing it's I've torment, ever carried. It's tormenting.
1: It's tormenting. It's yeah. Um, yeah, and it is just about opening up and coming forth with it because um, How do I want to put this? I mean, it's not as bad as you think. Probably when you look at it, you looked at mine that I think is a dark black hole. And you were like, it's not that bad. Yeah. I've seen worse. Oh, like really? Like we, in our minds, we build it up to this monster and Mm -hmm. it may not be that bad. And guess what? Even if it, I mean, I doubt that your situation is going to be worse. There's always somebody that has it worse as they say. You know, so opening up is the first step. And if you're embarrassed about it or whatever, then all the more reason to open it up and say, here, this is what it is. I'm not going to let it scare me. I'm not going to push it down anymore. This is what I've been doing. This is my money situation. This is what I owe. I want to take a shower and clean it off. You know, girl. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh." Yeah. I mean, yeah. getting clean, you know, like just yeah. that feeling of, um, hi, my name is Amanda and I'm a shopaholic, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, really right. like what's, what's any better than being able to talk yeah. about it anyways. Like it's, it's funny. Some of these conversations that I have with some members and things like that, I'm like, well, you do realize, I know this is painful and everything, but like you do realize that you just took the the hardest step and you came right out and you said, you know, that this, that you're having a problem and that you have an issue. I mean, you're talking about it. That's the most important thing you could do, Mm -hmm. you know, because once you've opened up the floodgates of that conversation, the you, you're going to go so far, you're going to soar now. I mean, yeah. And it's
1: like, do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to have thousands of dollars in your checking account? Why don't you let your mind feast on that for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Close your eyes and
0: imagine not having a, a debt payment and being able to do things help people with that money. Right. I mean, I, I wasn't able to help my eldest child with her, with her school, the way that I would have liked to, because I was busy paying off my own student loans. Mm-hmm. I, and people, you know, and that's normal. And that's what everybody's going to tell you is that's normal. I stole don't from worry about future. I stole from my, my, my children's future. I really, I mean, and I'm okay, I'm okay with saying that I'm not going to cry about it. Not today anyways, but you know, yeah, I was a thief and, mm-hmm. and I'm saying this, it sounds mean and, you know, and, and hurting, you know, and hurtful to me, but I think it's, it's fair to say that I was stealing from my future. Yes. But my children's future, uh, their legacy right. was being impacted and right. I had to put a stop to that. Right. Just, just the way that my, I was impacted and I had to go out and get student loans because my parents weren't prepared for me. They were not prepared for me to go to school, you know, and that's just one example of something. There's, there's more to it, but, you know, and, and so how do we want this to look? How do we want this to, how do, how do we want to teach them and how do we want them to think about, um, you know, positivity and abundance and, you know, wrap their minds around and going out into the world and creating right. an extraordinary life. Right. Yeah. And I mean,
1: for me, I want to teach my son that who's about to graduate money is a resource. It's yeah. like air. It's like water. You need it. It's options. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. options. It's freedom. The best thing mm-hmm. that you can do is not get into debt. I mean, they are handing over debt to 18-year-olds. They could be in $100,000 of debt by the time they're 21 years old.
0: Don't get me started.
1: I know. It's, it's atrocious. And they say that's the way to be happy is to have a degree. It might be. I disagree. I disagree
0: now, especially. I'm a finance major, got through school, and I've used my tools and I, you know, but however, I disagree that that's the only way.
1: Oh, girl. I have a master's degree and I literally qualify, my kids
0: qualify for Medicaid. That's that is not okay. It's
1: It's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong.
0: So this, what I'm going to ask one more question. Okay. to it, you it, Let's, we should clock ourselves and go like five hours and I'll just, just cut them all. And then we'll have some, we'll have content for a month. It makes total sense. Um, what would you say to the you six months ago? Oh gosh. Now that you know, the you that you are today.
1: Um,
0: I would say,
1: You are the problem and you are the answer. Yes. It is not anybody else's fault. If you quit your job and go to another job because you think that that's the problem, you are going to be miserable forever. And what needs to happen is you need to take a look at what responsibility you have in this. You need to change your thinking. You need to get around like minded people who have done what you want to do and learn and also unlearn Yeah, mm-hmm. the crap that you have learned all these years. Yeah. And, um, like I, like I said, in the beginning, I felt like I had to partner up with somebody and it was just like, God bringing you to me because I needed a partner in the process You know, we wouldn't try to do something so huge and major in any other area of our life by ourselves. We want to have help. And this is not something that's readily out there in your face. Oh, you should get a coach. You should get out of debt. No, our world says go into debt. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not you. You work hard. You deserve it. Yeah. I was feeding on that as a very smart person a middle-class woman with a career, I was feeding on that and I was so freaking stuck. So I would say it starts right now. Step into some abundance. The way to get into abundance is to get out of debt. Okay. It's it's not for you. It's not going to help you. It's just going to keep you stuck. And by the way, I didn't want to get out of debt because I thought, I won't be able to live the life I want. I won't be able to do things I
0: want. That's bull crap. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't I it? have
1: more money now than I had six months ago. I was down to $160 in my checking account.
0: Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember. And it is not, it is far cry from $160.
1: Yes. And I like to like send you a message and say, there's thousands of dollars in my checking account. I like and to tell every, you that. Oof. Like a Every student. time I hear it, I'm like, like can I, oh my gosh. you give me an A? If <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want a star, you're you know. going to get five stars today, girl. <laughs> oh, man. But
1: what anyway, you, it's just so dramatic. Tell the
0: girl, what would you tell the girl that can relate to your you six months ago? Mm-mm. Just something something that you would tell her, something easy peasy.
1: Well, you know, like I told you earlier, they all say, well, I don't want to have a a coach or even deal with my money because I'm going to have to stop the behaviors that I enjoy so much. And I just think that there is a way, um, like there's immense pleasure in knowing that you can do what you want to do and that you're not going to get that bill in the mail that's going to remind you of what you did this month or last month. That there is a better route, a better way. I'm 100% sure of it because I live it, you know, and no more MasterCard bills, uh, no more guilt. You know, I would have never spent $200 on myself because I couldn't afford it six months ago because guess what? I thought my credit card was going to save me from everything. It was going to be my safety net. I'm my own safety net. So I would say, be your own safety net. Yes. follow the framework. It works. Reach out for support. You are going to go through sort of a withdrawal. If you're used to shopping mindlessly all the time, that's when you reach out to a friend mm-hmm. and get in the community and talk and help somebody else, you know, um, but I would just say, step into it.
0: Take a step. 100%. Thank yep. you so much for showing up here with me today. Yes. I and love it every day and for just being a good freaking friend it's
1: great for me to lock
0: arms with you and have you help me because
1: i mean i want to get to a million dollars i want to get all those dreams accomplished yeah. life is short you only go through one time why and we suffer
0: can, and we can surrender with others and as a team so that's right it's amazing. that's right all right girl okay you girl. have a great day thank you all so right much. bye See you later. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at financial and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.